reformism is opposing the gospel spread, and we are exploring some of the reasons why. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FantiFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we support males to crush effeminacy and to aspire to domestic excellence. Going through some of the reasons why males are not spreading the gospel in their family units and in their communities, we have the acronym C-H-I-D-E-S that helps us to understand some of the main reasons C standing for carnality H, hypocrisy I, isolation D, delusion, and today we are focusing on E, erroneous or heresy. Now, many males are not spreading the gospel because as in the face or awareness of truth, they deliberately do not believe anything more than an, a simple academic or head knowledge of some kind of theology about God is necessary and they have achieved what they call eternal salvation and people use biblical references such as Ephesians 1 13 to 14 and others to excuse me to speak to the fact that they are saved once and all and for always and so they don't need to do anything else Excuse me, because they're comfortable in their own salvation. They don't need to spread the gospel. Once they've said some sinners per 20, 30 years ago, they're saved and they're eternally saved and spreading the gospel or not is irrelevant to their salvation. So Christ is the truth. And John 14 verse 6 tells us that. And this is another biblical reference. And the truth frees us technically The truth that we know frees us. Therefore, our opinions enslave us. And John 8 verses 32 tell us that. So if the truth frees us, our opinions are what is the form of our slavery and suffering. Hence, lukewarmness, people that are not on fire for the Messiah, and churchians that are those, churchians speak to those that are obsessed with Christian tradition, absent Christian passion, they cannot receive truth because they are enslaved to lies and their own unbiblical, unmessianic opinions, and they have already backslidden on the heresies or errors of an eternal, work-free relationship with Christ. Second Thessalonians 2 verses 8 to 12, that's another reference in the Holy Bible, this teaches that Our Father, God, the creator of the universe, will send great falsehoods and heresies on unrepentant man because of the stubbornness to receive the gospel. So God, in response to man's stubbornness and inability in and the lack of willingness, sorry, not inability, but lack of willingness to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, Christ will allow falsehoods to flood over the globe. Now it appears that man should take advantage of his power of choice now to believe the gospel before having to face these great heresies. Eternal works free divine relationship that is one heresy of once saved always saved and backsliding is not impossible. That heresy is a dangerous one that can lead people to losing their faith by believing they don't need to work to be a disciple of Christ or a martyr. Now there are nine sub points that I'm going to summarize below. The first one, 
on this point of eternal works free salvation is number one decomposing our dead faith is worthless in our journey to have a relationship with god james 2 verses 14 to 26 tells us this since we're saved by grace and grace here speaks to divine influence and favor through faith and faith here speaks to belief that animates not simply head knowledge now this is said in ephesians 2 8 to 9 but faith is only alive in works as james 2 says is there truly live faith without any works is zero works an expression of zero faith if you have zero faith do you believeth as according to john 3 verse 16 and if you don't believe are you even saved now james the book of james in the bible suggests that live faith and works go together now this is not mormonism no disrespect to mormons but this is just sincere questions about empty-handed basket-headed theology my impression is that we are not saved by work, but to work, and the work was explicitly stated in Matthew 28, 18-20. The main point of the first of the nine subpoints under this discussion of the error or heresy of eternal works-free salvation is that dead or decomposing faith is worthless. The second point under this heresy of eternal works-free salvation, which is one reason that people do not share the gospel in their family and communities is why does christ stress watching in matthew 24 verse 42 sorry matthew 24 verse 42 matthew 25 13 matthew 26 38 mark 13 34 to 37 etc christ stresses that we should watch that is be awake be conscious the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew 25 stresses that we should keep awake or risk missing eternal life. Mark 13.37 further stresses that Christ tells all to watch, not just unbelievers. The theology that watching is irrelevant to lukewarmness or people that feel that they are eternally sealed with the Holy Spirit according to their references to Ephesians 1.13-14, taking that out of context, Ephesians 4.30, etc. This needs to be scrutinized thoroughly. The beginning question has been asked earlier. What is the proof that you believe? If you are totally impressed with someone, that is, you believe in them, don't we demonstrate our confidence in them in obvious ways? John 3.16 didn't just say those who believe him have everlasting life, but those who believe in him receive the gift of everlasting life. The word in implies more than head knowledge or some sinner's confession or ritual, but absolute trust, confidence, commitment, and laying one's life on the line. People who believe seatbelts may die in accidents because they didn't commit to wear them. People who believe in seatbelts will consistently wear them and death will need to be for some other reason. Some lukewarmists actually believe that you can believe Christ without being committed to obeying him. They believe that Christ honors levels of commitment as faith is not binary. Christ teaches that those who hear and do and don't do will have their house suffer a great fall 
So all man's faith will be tested. In fact, he also teaches that those who knew his master's will and gave himself multiple choice to execute will be beaten with many stripes. Christ wants total commitment. Deuteronomy 6 verse 5 tells us that. Salvation requires constant awareness of trust and subsequent commitment to action from that trust. Example, always wearing a seatbelt. Watching implies consistent awareness of whether our Christian faith is on in the similar analogy to a, a, a seabed. Those conscious, awake, and aware believers live so confident in Christ that they stay connected to him constantly. Our Christian faith makes us totally dependent and connected to Christ nanosecondly. And this is what motivates us to continuously teach the gospel in our families and communities, the fact that we are aware and connected to him. We're going to be continuing on this exploration of heresies and errors about the, the sharing of the gospel and going through this, this, this deception of eternal works-free salvation or what some people would call Calvinist doctrines. And we want to encourage you as males to share your views with us. Do you actively share the gospel in your family and in your community? And if you do, what gospel are you sharing? And we encourage you to give us your honest views about what we're sharing. Uh, at the end of the day, we are sharing our views and we are very open to a, a very civil discourse once we are having this discourse based on biblical views and not our personal opinions devoid the, the gospel. So Lincoln here, we're going to be pausing for today, continuing on this tomorrow with Life is Spared, encouraging you to have a great day crushing the literacy. Why, God, why rob God and this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Join the FAMT Institute for only $60 per month for the Messianic Kid, Messianic Teen, and Messianic Adult Mentoring Programs, and $250 per month for the Messianic Family Program. Personal sessions are available for $100 per session. We look forward to have you join the conversation at the FAMT Institute at famtfamily.com. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, just in from another great day at the other office. I want to say thank you to all those who have favorited this station. We appreciate you on behalf of me and Tanya. Enough respect as we say in Jamaica.